It's the mugshot heard around the world. What's up? This is Marquee Saves the Republic. Uh, by now, by now, you've probably seen the mugshot. If you haven't, I don't know where you've been. It's literally everywhere. Donald Trump actually released the mugshot, not only on Truth Social, but on Twitter. Yeah, or X, rather. He's back on X. And he um, and he releases mugshot last night, shortly after it came out. It is it is so uh, consequential what happened yesterday in Fulton County, Georgia. Uh, this mugshot being released to the world. Uh, I don't know if the Democrats believe they've won. I don't believe that if the Democrats feel that this is something that is going to benefit them. But what they've done is they've just created a banner, if you will. They've been, they've created a a rallying image that's going to solidify Donald Trump's base and probably encourage a lot of independents and other conservatives uh, to join his to join his fight because they now realize, wow, this is it. This is serious. This is actually happening. Up until this point. You know, you got four indictments. The first three, no mugshots, no processing, just Donald Trump going in, saying not guilty and leaving. This mugshot, though, what they did in Atlanta yesterday was really ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was un-American. It was pointless. It was illegal, in my opinion. And it was also dumb because the Democrats have now given an image to the weaponization of government. What they've done is they've said, yeah, we're weaponizing government. And I, th I think not having a mugshot was probably smart for Jack Smith. Not having a mugshot was probably smart when they went down to Miami. Not having a mugshot in New York was actually kind of smart. But in Atlanta, Georgia, Fannie Willis, she ain't smart. She's given the she's now given us an actual physical image of Joe Biden and the Department of Justice's weaponization of government and interference in the election. This is not just a former president. This is the current front runner for the presidential uh, election next year. Not just the Republican front runner, the front runner. This guy is beating the current president and the current president just had him arrested and mugshotted. And this image now proves to people that may have been like, oh, you know, it's just, it's just a discreet, you know, they're just battling it out in court. Oh, they're having a disagreement. Oh, nothing's gonna happen. Uh-uh, there's a mugshot now. There's an image. It's got the little Fulton County Sheriff Patrick Labatt logo. Up there, it's got the mean, menacing look that Donald Trump gave to the camera. It's it's real. This now is an image of what Joe Biden has done to our democracy. This is an image of what the Democrats are doing to our republic. This is an image that Americans are waking up to going, holy shnikes. It's really happening. They arrested Donald Trump, not once, but four times. I've got to rally support for him. Uh, and I, and it, like I said, it's going to backfire on the Democrats. They, uh, I think that what they're doing, every time they do something like this, they just make it easier and easier for people to stomach the idea of putting Donald Trump back in office if, for whatever reason, they hadn't already decided that's what they wanted to do in 2024 anyway. Um, now, a couple of other things about this mugshot. A lot of people immediately, immediately people took to my Twitter and they were like, hey, Mark, make T-shirts. In fact, Hannah was in here the other day going, you should make a T-shirt. And I thought about it for a minute, but then I was like, no, you know what? I'm not going to do that because Donald Trump and his campaign, uh, they are already in the process, they've got merchandise up, but this is this is more important. If you have $35 to spend on a t-shirt, don't spend it with me. Go spend it with the Trump campaign, make a donation. Anytime you buy a t-shirt or a mug or a hat or anything from Donald Trump's campaign, uh, the money goes to help fight the evil that we all, I mean, here's the thing, we get up here every single day. We get up here every, I, I come in here, I turn on the lights, I turn on the microphone and I start yelling about how we're going to save the Republic. I start yelling about joining the fight and it's great. And all you got to get the message out there. I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to let you know exactly what's going down. I'm happy to let you know exactly what the Democrats are up to. I'm happy to let you know exactly how you can help. Well, today you can help by 
going to Donald Trump's website and buying a t-shirt with his mugshot on it because maybe 10 bucks goes to pay for the t-shirt and the other 25 goes into the legal defense fund. It goes into the campaign coffers. It goes to a place where we know the money will be used to fight for our country. It will be used to fight back against Joe Biden and the weaponization of government and the deep state. And right now, unfortunately, that's the only way. Giving money to Ron DeSantis or Tim Scott or Carrie Lake or even Vivek Ramaswamy is you might as well you might as well flush the money down the toilet. You might as well use it to light a cigar. That money is not only not going to go to any causes that are worthy, but it's not going to go to any causes that can actually help our country. None of those folks are going to be the nominee. This this photo that they took yesterday solidifies that. So if you've got money to burn, if you want a T-shirt, if you've got 30 bucks, if you want a mug, whatever it is, then you should go uh, to Donald Trump's website and get it there. Don't come to my website. I'm not I'm not selling it today. You go there and support this country, support this great nation. Um, I did. I went there. I bought I bought two mugs. I bought two T-shirts. I bought a long sleeve T-shirt. I made a donation. I spent like 300 bucks already this morning at um, at DonaldJTrump.com. Because, hey, look, if I, I'm, I'm putting my money where my, my mouth is. And, um, and like I said, if all the, if all the liberty-loving, freedom-defending patriots out there who really love liberty and want to defend freedom buy a T-shirt, then we've got this one in the bag. Um, and so that, that's my advice to you on how you can help uh, today. Also, you know, the interesting thing about this is that in Atlanta, you know, Atlanta is very interesting because Atlanta is... Uh, where this Fulton County Jail is, especially is a it, the demographic is African American. It's a large black neighborhood. It's urban, poor, and the, the jail itself is old and dilapidated and and corrupt. And the DOJ is investing the, investigating this place. Fannie Willis is just a horrible person. I mean, this woman is using Donald Trump in this prosecution just to further her own political career, and that's not surprising because she's a Democrat. And we all know Democrats. All they do is they wake up every morning and they go, "All right." How can I use the power that the people gave me to make myself A, richer, B, more powerful, or C, both? That's all they do. For, for like 45 years, Joe Biden has been waking up every single day and going to Washington, D.C. and saying he sits on that Amtrak train when he was younger, when he was a senator. And all he thought was, how can I make myself richer and more powerful today? And he's still probably to this day doing it. Every single one of them. Fannie Willis is no doubt the same. She's the DA in Fulton County. And she's like, how can I use my job in Fulton County to propel myself to a new level of power? And she believes that by prosecuting Donald Trump for crimes that he didn't commit and actually don't even exist, we should point out um, that she's going to be able to do that. So that's what she's doing. And Donald Trump, um, when he when he got to the jail, he you know, it was, it was this massive, massive uh, presidential cavalcade, you know, the presidential caravan. It was all the SUVs and the cop cars and the, and the, uh, you know, motorcycle cops and the, and the, uh, ambulance, it, uh, just a tremendous waste of resources. I mean, you had so many police and, and EMTs and other people that were, that were on the ground there just so Donald Trump could go in, get this mugshot taken and leave. I mean, the hundreds of thousands of dollars that they wasted, they had to shut down the city of Atlanta the, from the airport to the to the, um, to the jail, they had to shut down all the streets and the roadways. It was not it was insanity. It was insanity. But again, these are not sane people um, that we're dealing with. And and uh, when Donald Trump was driving through the neighborhood on the way back, I want you to listen to this. This is the poor, uh, mostly black urban area in Atlanta, Georgia, 
while Donald Trump's limousine was driving back to the airport. Y'all see it, man. Which one are you in, though? They got everybody. Look at that truck, though. Free Trump, they're yelling. That is that is the the voter that that's the voting demographic that the Democrats for years have just automatically assumed supported them. That's the demographic, a southern, black, poor, urban voter that the Democrats for years have taken advantage of, have just automatically assumed, those are the people that Joe Biden was talking about when he says, if you can't decide between me or Trump, you ain't black. And they're standing on their street corners and they're watching this, um, this parade of black limousines and SUVs go by and they're waiting for Donald Trump and they're clapping and they're cheering and they're yelling, we love you. And they're yelling free Trump. And they are just so excited to see President Trump drive by. This is exactly the opposite of what the Democrats wanted. This is exactly the opposite of what the Democrats were hoping. You know what they've done? They've basically just humanized Donald Trump once again because urban black voters don't trust the government. Hell, nobody trusts the government anymore. Urban white voters don't trust it. Nobody trusts the government anymore. And by arresting Donald Trump, basically what they've done is they've, they've now explained and they've now really proven the point that the government will take advantage of and arrest and trample on anybody. Doesn't matter if you're black, doesn't matter if you're white, doesn't matter if you're poor, doesn't matter if you're rich, doesn't matter if you're the president of the United States. They will, if they want to come get you, they will come get you. And that's why the support in the uh, African uh, American community is so huge for Donald Trump. Same with the Latino community. Every time they do one of these things, they just make Donald Trump, they normalize Donald Trump more and more for the average American. And I don't know if they I don't know if they don't realize they're doing it or if they're just so egomaniacal that they think that whatever that that if they believe Donald Trump's a criminal, that everyone's going to believe it. But it is definitely it's definitely not playing to their benefit. Here's Donald Trump at the airport before he got back on Trump Force One. Thank you very much for being here. I really believe this is a very sad day for America. This should never happen. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election, and I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to be able to, otherwise you can have very dishonest elections. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. 
So I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right, to challenge an election that we think is dishonest, that we think it's very dishonest. So thank you all very much, and I'll see you uh, very soon. Thank you. And then, it, and then he got on the plane and he was gone. And now he's going to go back out and he's going to campaign and he's going to rally and he's going to have more support probably than ever. And, I, you know, the folks on the debate stage feel bad for them. I mean, not Chris Christie. That guy's a jerk. Uh, but, you know, the, the rest, I feel bad for them. They went out and they've they've campaigned and they've and they went on stage and they yelled at each other and they tried to make their their case known. But it, it's all for naught. It's all for naught. You not only have Donald Trump with a massive lead in this particular campaign, in the primaries for the Republican Party. But now you've got the Democrats doing stuff like this, posting these mugshots all over the place. And it is it is stifling. It is squashing any of the other candidates. This is before the primary even began. I mean, there is back in 2016, it was anyone's ballgame. Nobody saw Donald Trump coming. Everybody thought it was Jeb Bush. But lo and behold, here came Donald Trump with this late surge. Even you know, last time around, Joe Biden lost the first few contests and then came back in South Carolina and went on to win it. Everyone thought Buttigieg or Bernie would be the nominee this time around. It's not like this. Donald Trump is dominating the field. The Democrats keep feeding into his campaign and he just becomes more and more dominant. If they think, if anyone thinks that Ron DeSantis or Vivek Ramaswamy or Chris Christie or Mike Pence or Nikki Haley or Tim Scott or Asa Hutchinson or Doug Burgum or any of the other ones has a snowball's chance at becoming the nominee, then, well, they've probably, they've been hanging out with Hunter Biden. They're getting a contact high. They've been, they've been partied at the Chateau Marmont with Hunter. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He's permanently banned from there for life. I totally forgot. That's what happens when you uh, destroy the joint, bring in crack whores and uh, refuse to pay your bill. So, I mean, look, but I digress. This is, uh, this is a really interesting time in history. This is going to be, and you should be lucky to be alive. You need, A, be lucky, always you should be lucky to be alive. Uh, but to be living in this, in this point in our nation's history, a historic moment like this, to be here on the front lines, not on the sidelines, on the front lines, to know that you're in the game, that you're fighting for our freedom. This is as revolutionary a moment in our history as 1776. This is a time when you have tyranny, a tyrant, Joe Biden and the Democrat Party trying to tell you what to do, how to do it, who to vote for, who not to vote for, taking all your money. And it's a time for all of us to stand up just like the Sons of Liberty did, you know, years ago and say, this is America. This is who we choose. We are the people and we are in control. Um, and if we don't do that, well, then we won't be in control anymore. It's like in my book, The Woke Folk. I was reading this yesterday. In fact, I wrote I wrote. Uh, there's a part at the end here where it says uh, the woke folk won't stop until everything is gone. You don't believe me? I'm nuts. You think that I'm wrong? Well, just ask yourself two questions. Have you done or said something others don't approve of? Do other people hate something you really love? If the answer is yes to question one or question two, then be careful because the woke folk may be coming for you. And uh, that is something that is just as, as prominent Today, this mugshot is ridiculously pointless. Mugshots are taken so that if somebody flees, if somebody skips bail, if they if they leave the country or they they you know leave the state or they head down to Mexico or whatever they do, they can post up your mugshot in all the post offices and they can put it on television. Donald Trump is the single most recognizable human on the planet. You don't need a mugshot. Everybody knows what he looks like. If anyone says Donald Trump is on the lamb, Donald Trump has fled. If you see Donald Trump, please let us know. Everybody knows what Donald Trump, they know who he is. They don't need a mugshot. 
This was a political ploy. It's all political uh, pandering, and it's all posturing for the camera by Fannie Willis and the others. I mean, Donald Trump also is not going to flee the country. He doesn't want to leave the country. He wants to lead the country. And again, that's why they're so terrified. But those other, those other clowns that were standing on stage the other day, the other Republicans, sure, they had some good points. Maybe they made some good arguments. Maybe one or two of them will, will pop up in the polls. But none of them are going to be the candidate. None of them are going to be the primary winner. None of them are as big a threat to the Democrat Party and Joe Biden as this guy here. And I know that none of them are, because if they were, they too would have mugshots. All right, listen, go to... Uh, and go to Donald Trump's website, get a shirt. Also, I have 150 copies of The Woke Folk, by the way. If you never got one, I autographed 150 copies, all the copies I have left. They, um, we, only had like, we only had a handful left on the shelf. I autographed all of them. And if you want one of these, you can go to thewokefolkbook.com, thewokefolkbook.com and grab one. Um, I'm advertising it, though, on Newsmax this weekend, and there's a lot of people that watch my show on Newsmax. So if you want to get one in before the mob grabs it, thewokefolkbook.com. All copies are autographed. The final 150 uh, going out.